This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I can't go out. <laughs> I'm sick. Boo, you whore. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Outgoing. Without going out. That wasn't Gabby, but my name is Lexi. This is Sean. Hi, my name's Sean. And we are here this week for some exciting life updates and a fun little home-themed episode. So, Gabby and Justin are in Hawaii and then LA. So we figured, you know, we're going to do a little Sean and Lexi special this week, and we have a lot of life updates to share and I figured, wouldn't it be fun to read other people's home buying horror stories on Reddit? Because that's what I want to do today. That actually sounds pretty good. Okay. So why don't we first just hop into our little life update segment? Did you have an awesome time? Did you drink awesome shooters and listen to awesome music and then just sit around and soak up each other's awesomeness? So it has been a crazy couple weeks here in the Fuller McNamara household, hasn't it? It has. We've been working a lot, both of us. Um, I feel like I don't. Like I don't, too much. Yeah, like too much. Like I have a headache right now as we're recording this, just because I feel like we've just like nonstop been working. But you know, that's what you got to do when you're trying to save money. And why are we saving money, Sean? We are trying to buy a house. We are trying to buy a house. That is correct. Um, Nothing is set in stone yet, but we have some exciting updates. We may potentially be moving into our first ever purchased home in November. Yeah. So that is really exciting. We've been looking around. I swear my screen time is like 99% Realtor and Zillow these days. And I'm actually so excited to hopefully not have to do that anymore. As much fun as it is, I am over it. Yeah, it's nerve wracking though, because it's like this could potentially be the one, you know, what if there's others out there that come up? What if the market goes down? What if things change? But I don't think it's going to change too much to the point where we're going to like lose tons and tons of money. Um, I think that interest rates are going to start going up here soon, and that's going to change, you know, uh, the price of homes. But I feel like we're we're pretty sitting pretty okay. Yeah, our our like. The interest rates, if we get it approved this upcoming week, will be like kind of like the average American interest rate over the last like 50 years. It's so. just so hard because we're comparing it to like, dang, if we were like one or two years ahead of our timeline, we could have got this house for so cheap. Well, first of all, this house wouldn't have been for sale. But my point is, is like 2020, you could buy a house for so much cheaper than you can now. And like... Ugh, I just, you know, what? I, but things happen for a reason. We are here. We found a home that we really love. We both are really excited to update it, make it our own, all of that jazz. It has, like, everything we're looking for. So now we just have to hope that the, what do you even call this period? It's not the escrow period, is it? Like, before no, you like close on the house? We're, we're, we're under contract. We're contingent on a few things. So Yeah. So now we just have to hope that this period goes without a hitch yeah hopefully the only thing about like my like getting a va loan is it's just 
a little bit more strict on, you know, what what the home requires and whatnot. And if there's fixes that need to be made, uh, it can't be fixed like after the contract's done. It has to be fixed by the by the seller. And sometimes sellers are like, I don't want to spend the money to do that, so they can just be like, I'm out. So it is what it is. Uh, we're just trying to navigate all of that and um if there's one thing i've learned it's that nobody has a freaking clue what goes into buying a house like i I just feel like it i at first i felt so dumb that like i didn't know anything but then you ask like other adults who have purchased homes or you google stuff and like it really seems like nobody has a freaking clue what's going on like there's just so much that goes into it and so many abbreviations and finance things and timelines and estimates everything's an estimate i'm and you know you know me i'm so like i want the answer and i want it now yeah. before i make a decision and like literally how, nobody how, knows how much money am i going to be spending in the next like month and every, or two, yeah and it's know? like an estimate of like a huge range so i'm like a little bit stressed about that but it's all exciting things we've wanted to be at this point for so long but i think that um the next like i mean the next time we go through the home buying process we're gonna have we're gonna be like, okay, this is what we need to do. Like, I don't think we're ever gonna forget this process, and you know, the next time we do it, it's gonna be ten times easier because we're gonna know how to go about it. Yeah, and just right now, we're both starting out like new in our jobs, so it's like just a lot happening at once. And obviously, like, you know, we've only rented, and we know how that process goes, and it can be a pain in the butt. But at least, like, what you see is what you get. Yeah. Whereas when you buy a house. You know, you never freaking know what could go wrong. Like the refrigerator could break or you could get a leak in your roof. And it's like, that's kind of scary. I can't just call the landlord when my dishwasher breaks. Like, you know, things like that. There's a give and take, but we're really really excited. It's really not that scary. Okay, well, whatever. It's scary to me because I don't know how to fix a dishwasher. But um, life updates other than that, we got stuck in the apartment elevator the other day for 45 minutes so can't say that i'm upset that we won't be having those experiences again um it was pretty scary people always say like oh i'm so scared i'll get stuck in an elevator and this is a fear that i have never encountered until it happened to me and now every time i get in our apartment elevators i get a little nervous because it like it was going up and it jolted did i already tell this story on the podcast i feel like i might have probably Well, regardless, if I have, I apologize. But if not, I vlogged it all and that vlog just went up today as we're recording this. So go check that out. Do you have any other life updates with work? Oh, he just started at a new station. Yeah, I'm just... um, Trying to get courses done. Yeah, just doing training, stuff like that. Same old, same old. He goes to Indianapolis soon for work, for a fire... Is it training, convention? What is it? It's just like a... Like a training thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And my work is going well. I'm just trying to get in the swing of things still. Um, balancing it all. That's what I'm struggling with the most right now is just balancing social media on the side, my full-time job, all of this house stuff, surviving as a human being, working out, just all of the things. You know what I mean? I feel like this summer is coming to an end, so it's now time for fall and everything is just like happening all at once, but... That's pretty much it. Why don't we hop in to the win of the week? Glen Coco, fall for you, Glen Coco. You go, Glen Coco. So I think it's kind of obvious 
But our win of the week is that we might be buying our first home. Yeah, I think that's like that's the big win going on a contract. Win. However, the lose of the week is the amount of money it takes to secure said home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it's okay because it's going towards. It's going. Like, yeah, we're putting money into it. You Listen, know what I mean? it'll be like two days, and I'll be over it. It's just like that sticker shock of the first, you know, doing it, but. Yeah, we're excited. I have been scrolling through Pinterest all day, every day, looking at like interior design stuff and whatnot, and it's exciting. You want to know the best part about all of this is we never have to move in the snow again. At least no matter what time of year we move in Florida, it's nice out. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about that. Moving in January and December up in Buffalo sucks. <laughs> and we did it so many times. Yeah, we really don't have to worry about like, I mean, we have to worry if it rains. Yeah. I mean, if, kind it, of. if it was snowing in Buffalo and we were moving, like it wasn't a big deal. Like we were able to still move stuff. Yeah, but it just sucked. It was so if cold. If we were moving stuff while it was raining, we wouldn't have been able to. I mean. Remember? Remember when we filled up like the open back trailer? Okay, of but... Of, like, all of our stuff in Greg's trailer. It was literally open, and it was still snowing. I don't know. I don't I remember I just put that a tarp now. over it. Well, yeah, but you can do that with rain, too. But also... Like, Not really. My rain kind of goes everywhere. It gets okay, soaked. But my point is, one, we can look at the weather. But two, like, there is no nice days in Buffalo in December and January. Like, I know. you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, we went home for a wedding. We can talk about that. I guess yeah. we're, this is our win of the week, but we can go back to the life update. Saw our friends. It was really nice. Yeah, it was nice going home. Kind of like I was feeling a little like Buffalo sick if that, because like, yeah. this is my home now. I was feeling Buffalo sick, like wanted to see my friends, wanted to see my family. Um, and saw them, and then I was like, all right, let's go back. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's go no, back home. But, there's like just certain aspects of, of Buffalo, like especially my my friends it's the and family, people. the people there, and then the food. Like honestly, like we haven't tried much like new stuff. So but, it's like, so hard. Because... I feel like I feel like that most most of the food we do like is Buffalo food. Like, and you don't like really have like that here you know what i mean well we haven't tried a lot of new food here because we're trying to save money which is the downside yes <laughs> we're like we really want to try all the restaurants and explore the area and go to the beach and we're like mm, we need to save money so that has been a tough thing to balance but you know you got to do what you got to do so why don't we hop into the favorite of the week i saw katie heron wearing army pants and flip-flops so i bought army pants and flip-flops so I'm going to let Sean go first with his favorite of the week. So my favorite of the week are dude wipes. I have been using them the past couple of months and they're great. Can they, you explain what dude wipes are for those who may not know? Dude wipes are like baby wipes for like dudes. So, um, so this is like, not a sponsored post. I've just been using them a lot and they're They're good like, quality like mint and get. eucalyptus or what are the scents? Mint chill. Mint and then, chill. And then... Uh, like one of them's just like no scent, like fragrance, fragrance free. All right, so dude wipes. If you're listening, Sean would like a sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, just send me a bunch of free packs. That'd be great. Yeah, I, I it must be a guy thing. I just don't understand why you can't just use toilet paper. But I will say the one or two times I've used them, they've been great. So to each their own, I suppose. But my favorite of the week. Wait, I forgot what it was. We were just talking about it, and now I forget. Did I tell you out loud? 
Uh, Shania Twain CDs? No, it was not that. Oh, it was the extended edition of Harry Potter movies on Peacock. So if you have a Peacock subscription, they have the extended versions, which I didn't even know existed. And there's some deleted scenes and Sean and I are watching them and we're like, wait, we don't remember this. And then I looked and it's because it's extended. So even more Harry Potter to love. I feel like around the time, like fall, there is no better time than to watch these movies. We've been putting them on before bed and we're on the third one right now. Pretty much finished with the third one. So I think tonight, if we start one, it'll be Goblet of Fire. And I'm so excited. I feel like they just never get old, but with extended versions, you get like, you know, little tidbits of bonus scenes that you've never seen before. Yeah. I mean, you're being like, a horrible co host right now. I'm sorry. I'm trying to entertain your dog while. <laughs> our dog. Our dog while. She's only my dog when she's being bad. That's what he loves she's to do. Not, he's like, your daughter. She All just right. wants to play ball. So. I guess it's time to hop into the home buying stories. We have two to share from the last couple of weeks, and then we'll read some on Reddit. And if you guys like this episode, let us know. We can ask if you have. I felt like let's, uh, asking let's... our listeners, they wouldn't have that many home buying. Like, I don't know anybody who has one. I've never heard somebody be like, oh, I need to tell you about this time I went to an open house. So oh, I'm sure I'm sure there's some of our friends that we'll have to ask. Maybe we'll do a part two episode with other people's experiences. But why don't we jump right in? <laughs> All right, so our experience, so actually it's pretty limited. We've been to what, one open house and then two showings, three showings? Three, because we saw the one across the bridge with near the water, remember, with the random realtor? Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, we haven't been to much. We, we really haven't. We've seen three houses. We've been experts on looking at houses on the apps, I'll tell you that. But as far as like actually going and touring, we are the type of people that like we only wanted to tour houses that we were like super serious about so it's been a lot of like online viewing driving by we've driven by a lot of houses and let me just tell you the amount of hours that we have wasted trying to go see houses from the outside and like the neighborhoods and they are gated and we can't get in number one (laughs) gated communities i always thought were just like a facade of security and let me tell you at least in southwest florida if you do not have the code you are not getting in yeah, we or, really tried. Or you're like, you try to follow somebody, and it just doesn't work. The gates are too quick now, and then, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was a pain in the ass. We did like one day where we we're just trying to like f- like look at the outside of three houses, which is stupid. But I mean, we were just trying to like like see if we even liked the area. Yeah, like try to get like to know the area more, and we were just kind of wasted a lot of time. But so we went and saw. So the first house we learned. That we don't want someone else's flip. That was the first one we went and saw with yeah. the water. Yeah. Sean was unless pointing things like, out that like, like I wouldn't have noticed. Unless it's an amazing flip. Like, but some flips, like some updated properties are done very cheaply and Sean's the very king fast. of DIY. He likes to do his own. I mean, I'm not, I don't get me wrong. I'm not the king of DIY. DIY. I would, I just very particular and I am like, I nitpick my own work. Does that make sense? So then why would you want it to be your own work if you nitpick it? That's what I'm saying. Like, what are you talking about? You're like, saying in the process. You yeah, in the process it. of like doing I gotcha. it, I'll, I'll nitpick it and like, um, you know, I'll hold myself to a higher standard like while doing it. So I want to make something perfect. Like all the projects that I've done for my old business, like, 
I tried to do it to my like my fullest extent. And if I messed it up, I would tr- like go back and fix it as much as I could. Yeah. So that was the first experience. Nothing really exciting. Then we went and saw a couple houses um, where... So I... Like, we were early, but not that early. So we went and saw, like, a couple houses in a row. And the first one, we got done early, so we went and drove to the second one. And the people that lived there were still, like, vacating the house so that we could see it. But, you know, it seemed fine. Like, we were talking to them. Everything was fine. Like, we introduced ourselves. And... I thought I mean, everything they, was good. They they seemed like they were in a rush to get out. Yeah. Um, we were like maybe 15 minutes early. Well, we had, but we, we were had, waiting. The thing was we went to see one house. Yeah. And we got done early with that. And, I mean, our drive was – we were like 25 minutes, 35 minutes from um, basically going home. So it's not like you – like we're, we were 20, 25 minutes early. So – going home wasn't really an option or like stopping somewhere wasn't really an option. It wasn't enough time that we could stop at like a restaurant and get a drink. Yeah. And it was not enough time that we could go home. So it was like, why don't we just drive to the next house? And it's not like we like, like one of the, one of the people that was living there left and we thought the house was empty. So we got out, we, we started walking up to, to the house and a woman comes out and like, you know, like says hello and very nice and whatnot and then we you know all right like you know we showed liked us the her house. cat we went on we went on with our day we liked the house and then the next day Sean calls me when I'm at work and he's like the craziest thing just happened and I was like what and I'll let you tell the story so my realtor like messages me and says like hey just or, or he calls me says hey. Like I just got a message from was it a or voicemail? voicemail yeah a voicemail from the realtor um, of that specific house that we went to and we were early at. He said that it was super unprofessional of us and we should have never showed up early without a realtor, which is not true yeah. because we had our realtor. The realtor messaged my realtor and said we shouldn't have showed up without a realtor. Like how like how did we get inside the house <laughs> right. if? You know, we didn't break in. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If we didn't have a realtor with us. So he was like saying it was unethical, blah, 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 like stuff like that. The sellers were angry, which is. Yeah, the sellers were angry. The realtor was angry. It was like. Everyone seemed fine. They seemed fine. And like, we were like, okay, do we even put an offer on this house or. We felt like we were called to the principal's office. Yeah. Oh, well, not even. That's how I felt. I didn't feel that way. I was just like, uh, how do you put an offer in? After that, after yeah. they're mad that you showed up early. Like, Is that house still on the market? Yes, I just checked. Interesting. Um, I think it's a little overpriced for what it was. Yeah. So uh, if they come down, it'll definitely sell. But Then there was another house that we went to look at. And <laughs> I felt like I was on MTV's Pranked. I just, like, um, my thing is, like, I don't know. You think this is a much bigger deal than it was. I just think like the circumstances behind it are the reason I think it's weird. Somebody was living. No, I don't think so. The kitchen counter. If it was the bathroom, not weird. But that means that some. Okay, let me explain to them. There was maxi pad wrappers on the kitchen counter and the house we viewed. Everything else was like clean. It wasn't like the house was dirty. It was just on the counter, which means someone put a maxi pad on in the kitchen. 
that is where my brain is trying to figure out how this occurred. And like you, like you haven't done that before, like no. I'm ju- I'm just like I don't know, like it's, it's a person's home. Like she could have put it on the bathroom and was going to throw out the trash and then set it on the couch. I know, but like I would be mortified. I I would I be don't think so embarrassed for the rest of my life. Well, they probably just they probably saw it when they came back and felt bad. So, but. <laughs> I just I don't think it's a big deal. People are living in these houses. They're, it's just a story. Rushed. I'm saying like it's yeah, just know, a story to tell. Like it's not like I'm judging them. I'm just no, saying like I'm it. trying to figure out it's, the circumstances of funny. what happened. Yeah, it yeah. is funny. Like have you ever seen Step Brothers where they like try to sabotage the sale of the house? Like in my mind, I'm like, like what if that's what, what, if, what, what, if that's what they're trying to do? Yeah. Like scare us from seeing the rest of the house. But <laughs> why would they do that when they're trying to sell the house? <laughs> Maybe they just. Okay, here's my thought. If multiple people live in the house and one of them wants to sell it but someone else doesn't, like if we were selling our house, like in Step Brothers, the parents were selling it. They didn't want them to, so they True. sabotaged the showing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know it. what I mean? Yeah. But that's pretty much it. We don't really have any other crazy stories. We that's. I feel like we didn't see a lot of houses. So. True. We only I mean, saw like, a few houses. I know but. a lot of people, like there's some people out there that are like, oh, we, we viewed eight or nine houses before we even like found the one. We got lucky. We only like viewed three. So also the way the market is, is it's like you don't really have that much time to go see them. I mean, granted, the house Uh, that we are the market slowed down. Yeah, the house that we're under contract with was up for a little bit, but earlier this year it was a little like crazy, crazy. But and I'm kind of I'm kind of wishing now that we were like seriously considering houses earlier this year because of interest rates yepers but we didn't know i mean you never know you don't know you can't predict and you can't predict what's gonna happen in next week i think next week like just from what i've seen and what i've been talking to to people i think interest rates are gonna skyrocket are is ours locked in as now that you say that no tomorrow it'll be okay (laughs) i'm like um (laughs) but hopefully tomorrow morning do you want to read some reddit stories with me sure Shall we? Yeah. All right. I just wanted to put in a little trigger warning. Some of these stories may contain materials such as suicide and things like that. I'm reading from Reddit, but I just wanted to let you guys know in case you don't want to move forward or you skip through some stories and whatnot. This is just other people's stories on Reddit as far as what they've seen when buying houses. So I just wanted to let you guys know. Okay. We love you all and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. All right. So I have a couple different threads up. The first one is kind of what we were just talking about and the second one is more of like horror stories. So why don't we jump right in? The thread says, Realtors, what are some of your funniest and or weirdest stories of something that happened while showing a house to a client? Okay, let's see. This one's kind of long. One time I was selling a home at the same time another agent was selling a home next door. They were both on the market for less than a month before going under contract. Fast forward 12 months later, I'm working with some buyers looking for neighborhoods that would be perfect for them and I think of that one. I pulled up the homes that were on the market and lo and behold, the one next door to mine was for sale again, only after 12 months. I knew it had closed, just couldn't wrap my head around the fast turnaround since this was not a flip and had been totally updated and decked out. 
It was the same listing agent as before, so I called her up to find out the story before showing it to my people. She was tight-lipped, said the seller didn't want to discuss. It seemed odd, but I showed it anyways. When we walked in, the first thing I noticed was the ridiculous number of scented candles that were lit all over the house. However, underneath the scent of the candles was something much harder to put my finger on. It was a kind of sweet, pungent, but also chemical smell. Some chemical that I hadn't smelled before. I noticed in one room there was a glass cabinet and part of it had been shattered. When we walked outside, it just so happened that the next door neighbor and my former client I sold the house to was arriving home from work. I walked over, said hello, made some small talk. Then I asked him what the story was on the home that was for sale. He got quiet, looked around nervously, then informed me that the husband of the couple shot himself in the head. It happened right there in that room where the shattered glass cabinet was. I extrapolated that maybe the glass was damaged during the suicide and the weird smells in the home were related to a body and subsequent cleanup effort obviously i told my clients they still made an offer on the house they had said they weren't superstitious and that it didn't affect their opinion of the home they offered what i considered to be a very fair price for the market at the time and i didn't suggest any kind of discount due to the tragedy i was stunned when the seller didn't accept it we move on found them another home and that house sat on the market for another year before it's finally sold for a lot less than the people had originally offered wow that's kind of crazy. That's wild. I mean, I'm assuming that happens a lot, though. Well, I mean, I think I think of how often you go to calls where someone's passed away in their house. Like, almost every house around, unless it's new, yeah. someone's probably... I think there's a law, like, or something in the state of Florida where you have to, like, you have to, um, like, disclose if somebody's passed away in, in a home. Really? Yeah, because I think one of my coworkers said that he had to disclose... Like, he bought a, his home. He, I think he he was the second owner of this home, and the first one passed away in, like, of natural causes, like, yeah. inside the home. And he had to disclose, like, that had to be disclosed when it, he was buying it. And he has to disclose it after he's selling it. Interesting. Yeah. Like, I don't know if there's, like, huh. like a superstitious law in, in Florida, <laughs> but I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Okay. Let's read the next one. So, you want me to read the next one? Um, this is like just three little tidbits, but they're really funny. And like he has three separate ones as a realtor. So, yeah, read these ones. The first part. Okay. The kid that ran through a plate glass window. So, you're showing Alice and the kid just ran through the freaking window. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Um, this realtor also had the angry ex-husband who, along with his friends, ripped a wall-mounted TV off the wall. So it was either an open house or he was showing it, and they came in and did that. Interesting. Um, and then a uh, the client who went through all the homeowner's drawers and then rearranged her personal toys by size. I wasn't in the room, but it got caught on video. I dropped them as clients. After the fourth complaint call, after a day of showings, evidently they went through all, a lot of drawers. Can you imagine? That is so weird. You watch the footage of people seeing your house and they're going through your drawers. Like, yikes. Yeah. Um, like, that, I told you about that. I was like, what if, you know, so the one house, showings? We, the one house we went in, and I was like, kind of smells weird in here. Like, and Sean, we got in the car afterwards and Sean's like, I bet you they had cameras and just heard you say that their house smelled weird. I'm like, okay, but like. Maybe that's why they were, so it was the same house that. That was mad that we mad. came early. 
I'm I sorry. Wonder, Their house I wonder smelled bad. We maybe like the house was gorgeous. We complimented I mean, it all the house throughout. Was nice. Some of the DIY flips. I oh mean, yeah. Then Sean was like, eh, "This wasn't done that well." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, you know, I would do this differently." But like, we liked the house. We complimented I mean, a lot on it. Yeah, I don't know. Oh well, but that's really funny. Okay, this one says. Um, this is hysterical. I actually am a realtor in LA. I was selling a house several years ago. The prospective buyers were a somewhat famous acting couple. The wife loved the place and wanted to see everything, but the husband refused to step inside because there was a black cat in the house. Bad vibes, babe. He told her. Just stood in the driveway and scowled while she toured the place. They didn't end up buying it. What? This is like a somebody who's this famous? This famous couple, yes. Yeah. They obviously can't reveal the identity because that is, that's... Yeah, I mean... Bad vibes, babe. Well, I don't and think... refused to go in the house. I think it's like an ethical thing for like realtors yeah. to like discuss their clients and whatnot. But honestly, that's like such an LA thing. Well, Bad this vibes. one's so this one also is about a cat. So I'll read it. I'm not a realtor, but this happened while I was selling my first home. It was one of the first showings we had, so I was psyched to hear feedback so we could get the heck out of our starter home and move into a different one. I had three young kids at the time, so my husband and I were still building or bundling them into the car when the agent and her client showed up. The client was a man in his mid-30s in a full three-piece suit, probably just off from work. Oh, so you mean it's fine that she's home and they're coming and seeing the people showing the house? Shocking. I mean, the story was listed three years ago. I don't know if things have changed. Yeah. So after some small talk in the foyer, the agent asked me casually, so you don't happen to have any cats, do you? I explained that we have one cat, but she's indoor-outdoor, so I just shoo her out during showing, so she's probably just hanging around the backyard. The man's face instantly goes white. He stutters, so it's around around the house? Where is it? I told him, I don't know, but she just goes under the deck or over to the neighbor's house, so you probably won't see her. I assumed he had allergies. No. He turns on his heel without another word and does what I can only describe as a skip, jump, power walk combo up the driveway and down the sidewalk. It's at this point that the agent tells me that he has a fear of cats, even knowing they're around freaks him out. He never came back. I know I should have more sympathy for the guy than I do, but the memory of him scuttling away from my house in full business casual attire makes me smile. I sometimes wonder if he ever found a nice cat-free neighborhood to live in. <laughs> I just picture Andy. That's what I picture when I read this story, like the jump away from like... But the fact that you didn't even want to look at the house when the cat's outside? Well, I don't know. That's Maybe like she was planning on leaving the cat or I don't know. Weird. Very. All right. Do you want to read this one or do you want me to keep reading? Uh, which one? Yeah, I was a first-time home buyer. Okay, I was a first-time home buyer purchasing a townhouse. The townhouse was from the 70s and pretty much had nothing updated at all. I knew it was a fixer-upper. However, there there was the oddest thing. There was a Can you not do that with I a cursor? It was not, it was <laughs> not helping at all. I'm moving the cursor she, from word to word so yeah, that you can read. It was more so distracting. There was a rectangle of carpet in the living room cut out so she does it with her finger. No, I was just showing you, <laughs> you where you left You just did it off. with your finger. Because I didn't know if you knew where you left off. I know. Uh, there was a rectangle of the carpet in the living room cut out all the way down to the concrete. The rectangle was about three by six fe- uh, feet. Anyway, at closing, I was about 98% done uh, signing the mountain of paperwork when I decided to ask the seller who came from out of town so, what's up with the rectangle of carpet being cut out in the living room? To which he replied, oh, that's where my wife rolled up the couch and died. Rolled off the couch. Oh, rolled off the couch. Well, I killed the... The punchline. The, uh, the punchline. Punch that's where my wife rolled off the couch and died. He went on to say, nobody realized she was dead for quite a while. So, yeah, her body was 
had to be cut out of the carpet and to be removed from the house I had just bought. <laughs> and no one, so like, there's your answer. At least three years ago in whatever town this was, they didn't have to disclose. I mean, yeah, body part, bodies do that, so. No, I'm saying they didn't have to disclose. Oh, it. they didn't they have to disclose. Ask. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, like bodies do that. They, like, kind of, Morph. when they decompose the stuff, they just kind of, it's like a stain, like, in the couch. Interesting. can never get out. Very interesting. Okay. I had made arrangements for my buyers to view a home. The seller was going to let us in if he was home. Otherwise, I was able to use the lockbox to get the key and let us in. Again, so it is okay to see the sellers. I was all always under the impression that it was like taboo. You couldn't see the people behind the house. Yeah, I just think those were maybe just those people. I mean, because we like the one the one that we're making an offer on. We were we pulled up and they were leaving. Yeah, I guess. So I mean, and they didn't complain. So. Yeah. The home had two wings. Luckily for me, the buyers went left to the kitchen and the family room wing. I went to the right to turn the lights on in the bedrooms for them. Then I saw the owner passed out naked on his bed. At least I hoped he was just passed out and not dead. I ushered my clients out of the home quickly as I didn't want to be scarred for life by either seeing the naked guy or worse, seeing the dead naked guy. Then I head back in to make sure he was okay. Turns out he's diabetic and passed out while getting ready. I was able to wake him up and get him some juice. The clients passed on the home. <laughs> That that's funny. That's actually really funny. Like, can you the poor guy? We thought our was like our sellers were going to be embarrassed by that one story. This poor guy was naked and found by the realtor. It's actually like very common for like I mean, I mean I I can't say common because I, I'm sure there's a lot of diabetics that routinely take their medicine and yeah and and you know don't don't miss doses. But there's a lot of diabetics out there that just forget to take it or just don't take it. You know, willy nilly. Yeah. Nine one one has to show up. All right. So Next one? yeah, this week's incidents. This guy has two back to back. In the same week, apparently. This week's incidents. Had a little shit of a kid break my iPad last weekend at an open house. Knocked it off the table and shattered the screen. Parents completely suck. In that, they just shrugged their shoulders, continued the tour uh, of the house, and left. I'm still pissed about it. And they didn't even sign in. Never again. And so I couldn't stalk them and put some flaming poo on their front stoop. Or at least fantasize about some kid uh, kind of revenge. The second uh, event of the same week. Showing houses to a different family. Two-ish year old potty training who peed on the floor. It was only a little bit. No gushers. And a really small little puddle. Just took his little thing out and started peeing. I wanted to laugh, but as a parent, I know when it's uh, that's the wrong reaction. Like tears were streaming from my eyes trying to hold back laughter. Dad pulled off his shirt and cleaned it up. That's an awesome parent reaction. I'm looking for in that type, type of situation. I, it was hilarious. Doesn't seem as funny in writing, but it would have if you were to been there. The top comment. He's marking his territory. He really likes the house you showed. (laughs) Okay. I have a couple. First was a home that only had exterior photos, like 20, which I thought was odd. The seller agent noted that the house was going to be vacant by such and such date, but open to showing by appointment request. I make the appointment. Everything looked normal from the outside. Get in the home. The guy had thousands of clown dolls in the house, and every room had a clown theme. Circus, sad clowns, happy clowns, etc., 
I have never seen a client say nope so fast. I literally opened the door and the wife said I would rather burn the house to the ground than step into that nightmare. She really hates clowns. Literally, the husband fell to the ground laughing. That is terrifying. And no wonder they didn't put photos. Wouldn't you like clear that out before you try to sell your house? And wouldn't that guy's realtor know to clear it out? Yeah. Okay. And then he said, another heart or another one I had was the seller agent decided to post photos of a garden. Turns out it was a giant marijuana growing in the backyard in a state where it still gets you the three, five. What does that mean? Three to five. Like oh, years. years. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that was, uh, that was a bold move. Okay. Another one says, client was driving behind me for a showing in a quieter neighborhood and clipped a park truck with his SUV and kept driving. I didn't notice as I wasn't watching my rearview window. We pull up to the house and he parks on the opposite corner, home on a corner lot, which I thought was a little odd, but brushed it off. We get in the house and he's acting super strange and his mind is clearly elsewhere. Acting sketchy, looking out the windows. Then he said he has to step out and take a call. I'm like, yeah, go for it. I'll be inside. Two seconds later, I hear yelling outside. So I step out to see some guy angrily walking up to the buyer and throwing a piece of plastic, his busted taillight, at my guy's chest. I didn't know what was going on. Luckily, they didn't fight. The neighbor yelled at him for a bit, rightfully so. And then they swapped insurance. So happy ending there. Actually, I never closed that buyer, so not really. Oh, yikes. I do feel like it's kind of awkward as the realtor if your client is like nuts. And yeah. you end up like having to show that house. But well, I'm, I'm sure it happens all the time getting like weird, weird buyers that you don't click with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you have to like go and see them on multiple occasions. Like, yeah. I don't know. We're lucky that we have a friend uh, doing ours and, you know, the, the, the weirdness of it is not there. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to switch over to what is the worst thing you discovered about a property after you already made the purchase? This, I feel like, is a good message for all of us that are looking for homes out here. Okay, it says, after we bought the house, we planned on flipping it. While going through the house, we discovered a full-size door in the middle of the floor in the back room with a heavy chain on it so you can pull it open. It looked like something out of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was a challenge to relocate the hole that luckily just led to a water heater and furnace, not to corpses hanging from hooks. We sold it and have moved on to another, but that was an interesting discovery. Wow, this person said my inspector pulled up all the rugs for this very reason. Because what if it's a rug hide? Like, you would never think. Yeah. But I guess, like, to check the floors, it would be good to pull up the rugs. I don't think there's any trap doors in our, like, house that we're looking at. But how crazy would that be? Because I think it's all concrete under there. This one says, the day after closing on our first house, the front awning literally fell off the house. Carpenter ants. Can you imagine you move in and the next day the whole awning falls off? That's yeah. so scary. That well, I mean, why wasn't it not like inspected for like termite damage or carpenter ads? <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, this one says the meth dealer living next door. My property was bank owned and vacant for a couple years. His clientele developed the habit of parking on my property. That Ooh. is, you know what? That is something I never thought about. You don't get to meet the neighbors until after you already live there. I mean, I guess you could meet the neighbors, but yeah. That's what I'm going to do tonight is I'm going to look up who lives around us in the house that we're purchasing and stalk <laughs> their lives. Okay. Um, early 1900s house, which still had in-wall gas pipes for natural gas-powered lighting. The pipes were still live and each was sealed via a gob of plaster at the tip. What does that Oof. mean? Does that mean it could, like, catch fire? I mean, I guess so, but that's, like, that's pretty crazy. Like, that's just, like, natural, like, like basically natural gas candlesticks like someone said your house literally comes with pipe bombs included yes exactly that's what i was thinking (laughs) it's a pipe bomb like that's what that is no but i don't think it would ever 
like explode. And honestly, it's probably not enough natural gas to do anything, but still Jeez. pretty crazy. All right. It says, if it's an older home, 40 plus years, have a plumber with a camera check all the sewer pipes and make sure they okay. I had to rip out all the freshly laid tile in a home from the back to the front to replace the pipes in a house built in 1956. Fun times. Well, good thing our pipes are getting changed before we even move in. Yeah. They're old polybutylene, so they all have to be replaced beforehand. The like that's why I'm like before we make any like major changes to the house, like we just live in it for maybe like a month before we even like tear anything up. Yeah. That way it's just like we know what we're getting into. Like if something does have to change, if we do have to yeah. like do something crazy. Fair. Then the only thing I want to do right away is money into it simple paint it and that carpet in the master bedroom. That's it. Yeah. Those are the only things. This one says, I'm mostly worried about things that can't be changed, like finding out your house is directly underneath the airport flight path. That was mine. The seller said it casually, but I didn't know the extent of the noise until the airport redirects flights on inclement weather days. Lesson learned, don't buy a house anywhere near an airport. You See, live near the airport and it never bothered no, you. No, like, I I mean, when I was living with my best friend Nick, his, his house was like right underneath the flight path of the Buffalo International Airport. So we had big planes flying overhead. It like if you have like quiet insulated house like it doesn't really bother that you bother you that much like like honestly it kind of made me like fall asleep at night. That's easier. what someone else commented and said that like they live near an air force base and they have the window cracked at night because they love okay the sound jets and helicopters are very different because, because I've they lived on the noise and vibrations of the jets. I have lived. Well, I lived on an Air Force or a Marine Corps base where, you know, it was a, it, there was an airfield and the, like some of the helicopters, like the, the uh, V-22s have two jet engines and they are loud. And the prop, wa the rotor wash is loud as well. And that is not as soothing as like a commercial airline. Okay. This is insane. But interesting. Buy a cheap car, $400 or so, and park it at the house. Granted, this was eight years ago. I don't know where you're finding a $400 car these days. But anyways, turn the front porch light on and put lights on timers inside. Go to the dollar store, buy a couple of trinkets to put around the front door. If it's holiday time, hang lights or something appropriate. Introduce yourself to the neighbors and try to develop a rapport with them so they will call you now or even when you have tenants and let you know if something's not right. What? What are you talking about? I don't get it. This was like their way to like, I think make sure, like they planted a scenario where the neighbors should call you and say like, hey, something sketchy is going on outside your house to see if they do. But that seems like a lot of work. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Do you That's know what weird. I mean? Yeah. I don't get the whole, I, where's the backstory there? I don't know. That was just a weird subreddit. Used condoms under the bathroom floor, pulled up the floors to fix some plumbing and condoms <laughs> Ew. that is gross do you think that it was like a guy hiding it from his wife or something uh i don't know if it's underneath the floor oh no currently an ongoing situation had a va inspection on my home which is what we're gonna have so that's why i'm reading this one as well as a code inspector and my buddy who is a licensed contractor walked through with me everything looked great minor blemishes here and there fast forward a month and a pipe burst due to freezing oh thank gosh we don't have to worry about that under the kitchen, which overhangs the walkout basement. When getting replaced, my go-to contractor finds massive wood rot, 
due to water damage because the people that built it installed flashing on the deck backwards. I don't know what that means. And all the water was running into the house instead of away. Tons of illegal junction boxes not up to code found under the paneling, blah, 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 blah. $24,000 to repair. Wow. That sucks. Uh, that's a good thing about a VA home inspection or VA appraisal. Like, they require a lot. A lot of pipes bursting. I'm really glad that we're getting our pipes switched. All replaced, yeah. Oh, Leaky my gosh. Pool. Leaky pool. The owner was topping it off daily. I was losing inches a day, so now I have an empty pool. So the owner was just, like, topping it off throughout Refilling the whole thing. Up. Where was it leaking to? I don't know. Someone said at least you don't have to drain it to fix the leak. <laughs> but how do you know where the leak is if it's drained? Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. My mother bought a house in Florida and discovered that the lot was littered with buried cars. Each of them had been stolen locally. Sadly, the cars were rusted beyond repair. The local sheriff claimed the cars as she was able to remove them over time. I'm just thrilled that she wasn't charged with possession of stolen property. How do you bury a whole car? I don't know. Well, an excavator and you just... Why steal the car if you're just going to bury it? I, I don't know. That seems maybe, like something maybe, worse is going maybe on. Maybe the thrill of it. That's crazy. Wow. Okay. I feel like I could keep reading these forever, but I think we're going to end here. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Sean, I hope you enjoyed being on the podcast. We're both very hungry and I think he's got some extra work to do. So. I'm just nervous about, you know, buying a house and having something like crazy weird. go yeah. wrong. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm going to go stalk our future potential neighbors the rest of the night so that I can at least tell you everything about them. Sounds good. Okay. Well, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll see you next week. I think Gabby and Justin are going to do a little Hawaii recap, which I'm excited to listen to because I have not even talked to them about it. So thank you for listening to this week's episode of Outgoing. Without going out. Bye. Bye. Bye.